Greetings and welcome to the worship services of Alamo First Baptist Church. I'm Brother Chris Rigby. I'm standing here this morning in front of our bell. This is the original bell that was at our old location uh, years ago. It uh, was there when the church was first built and it was always a call to worship. Well, when we moved to our new campus here several years ago, we brought it with us. And not too long ago, we got to put it up. We're so excited about it because it reminds us that we're coming together into this building to worship. And we are excited that today you've decided to tune in to our broadcast to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our prayer this morning is that you will see the great love that Jesus has for you and the great love that we have for you as well this morning as we worship together. We look forward to meeting you and your family and we invite you to be a part of any of our worship services, our activities or ministries here. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, probably the best way to do that is just drop us a line at our email address, alamofirstbaptist at gmail.com. All of it spelled out, just gmail.com, alamofirstbaptist. We look forward this morning to worshiping with you. We pray God's blessings upon you and your family as we go inside now and we worship together. Let's go ring that bell for Jesus.
Thank <laughs> you. 
is that Jesus takes those facts and he blesses them. And you can't help but think that astonishment to the disciples when they begin to distribute these things out to the people. I mean, it's a massive amount of people out there. And every time somebody reached in and took one out, there was another one back from this generation. And I can't help but think to myself, why didn't one of the disciples put this in the form and say, they can't believe the fact that this road is stretched and kept going and kept stretching as far as it did. But God provided also leftovers for them. And it's indicated that God provided bread for them. You see, I want us to understand this morning that God always provides for us. God is in the business of providing for His children. He has always been in the business of providing for His children. David in the psalm says, I have not yet seen these children forsaken, nor I have not seen his seed taken from us. God does provide for us. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, it says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. If you'll notice that verse of Scripture, it says, Your need, not Basic need. In a sense that you basically have even in your everyday life. A want is something that is a luxury desire. Something that you really could do without, but you really would like to have it. And of course, we're talking about this in the world that you can do I mean, I really basically. Let's just go back. What do you mean let's go back? I said, I'd like for us to have a nice stereo system. If you put my name here, the, the, the stereo system can kind of be broken. I'm talking about, you know, the staff of the record, the people glass cabinets, you know, you have the, the, the record player, you have the tape player, you have the computer, you know, the, the regular the, the radio part of it, and then you have these massive speakers that are still back there strong. Thank you. 
changes things because the fact that I had the God who preached them for me was to not only redeem what you have on this world, but God wants to go to the end of the cross of your life and want to do the way of faith that you can do. He's just that good of a God. He's just that type of God. He's interested in blessing you and providing for you. Second thing I want you to see this morning is that God has plenty of grace for your life. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 9, says, For God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. And raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, that he might show his exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved. Through faith, and not of your own sins, it is the gift of God, not of works. God gives us grace, brand new grace, every new morning. Realizing that even in the world that we live in today, those that really take their time for God really have basically have said, God, I don't need you, I don't want you. But yet God allowed them to wake up this morning and he gave all for another day. Moreover, when the law abounded, that the offense might not abound, but where sin abounded, grace did abound that much more. And we can ever see this in our society today. It looks as though sin is abounding and abounding and abounding. But even if that's the case, that according to what God says in the word here, not grace is abounding even more and even more and even more. Grace abounding. Abounding grace. Brand new grace every day. Thank God for the brand new grace that we have every day. We don't get leftover grace. We get brand new grace for today. And guess what? When you wake up tomorrow, you get brand new grace for tomorrow. A provision for tomorrow. This is the last thing I want to get this morning. And certainly not the least of which has to be back to the house of mercy. It's the power that God gives to us. God gives us plenty of power. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 to 25. Paul says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power, the power that works in us. To him the glory of the church by the Jesus Christ to all generations forever and forever. Paul tells the Ephesians that God is able to do more than we ask and more than we think. You know what we need for us? Everything to live. The Bible tells us that God made us on this planet before we were created. That's scary. To be honest, we all need some kind of some thoughts are not that great. If you can ask you yourself, your thoughts sometimes are not that great. Says that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we have to ask or 
What kind of power is working in you? Is it the power of God or is it the power of the enemy? Basically, heads and tails working together. If you're a Christian today, the power of God should be the one that's overruling the power of the enemy. God's power will always be at work for the good in our lives and for the good of God's work in His kingdom in our lives. Because God gives us fresh power to work with every day. Think about what would happen if the best thing that you can have to do is to take that time to get to do that, the power of electricity and the ability to be able to simply walk over to the right house, flip it off, turn off the power. And get so accustomed to the fact that we have these things that it's really nothing to us that we're doing it. Everybody in this particular area without electricity for several days. Think about such things because of the fact that in our house we could have one of those computers, but we have health computers. Our parents don't have any of them. They don't have any of them. They don't have any of them. But this is the thing that we have in our house for a couple of days. I was never so thankful when I seen electricity pop back up that it would just everybody would come back home. Everything could possibly get back to normal. But we took for granted so easily things that we did that that power just to be able to go in there and get a nice hot shower. You know, just to be able to go in there and actually cook something on the stove. The basement turned the lights on. It just was never get so used to the fact that God's power that we took for granted. Ability every day to live this life, to be the Christian that we ought to be, to be the example that we should be, to be the witness that we should be. God gives it grace to us every day. God's provision, His grace, and His power are renewed to us every morning. We don't get leftovers from God. God gives us it fresh every day. Malachi chapter 3, verse number 6 says, For I am the Lord God, and I do not change. Thank God that He does not change from day to day. This is one thing that we can count on that God never changes. You don't have to worry that somebody down here is going to say, Oh, I'm okay. I'm not going to do anything about this. I've never really come to meet Jesus. God wants to give us a different relationship. It's one thing to let you just get used to this up here. But it's, it's a simple process. Come to Jesus. Jesus is going to come to the Father. The Father does. He prays to us day by day. The Bible tells us that never could the country. We become joint heirs with Jesus. 
For whatever God the Father has given him, the Son, he has given it to us. Can you imagine that? One day, everything that God has given him, the Son Jesus, is giving it to us also. We've been made joint heirs with him. If you're a Christian here today, you can say, well, you know, the devil has tried his best to make me believe that God, God just doesn't care. God is just not concerned about my way of life today. God just doesn't seem like He's very close to me. But the reason why I ask you to write that song is because you have heard the words of that song today. Great is thy faithfulness, O God of my life. There is no shadow that changes with thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassion is as thou hast been, thou wilt forever be. God never changes. Here's the lesson of the Lord. God gives us an abundance. He takes whatever we can offer Him, our time, and our ability, and our resources, and He multiplies it to the effectiveness beyond our wildest expectations. If you take the first step of making yourself available to him, he will show you how greatly he can be used to advance the work that he begins. Today, in this evening, may we look greatly and may we thank greatly for the work that he has given to us and how he has used us. Father, we thank you and we pray that you would help this opportunity to be a blessing. And Lord, we will remember the day. Blessed be thou, simply because you are a God that loves us so greatly, who provides for us all that we need, who gives to us so plentifully your Son. We are thankful today, Lord, that we are a God that is compassionate and compassionate. That your storehouse never gets For us being a holiday to this world, we recognize that Thanksgiving for us is given to us today. We are thankful for the blessing that you confer upon us. And we are grateful for the work that you have for us today. Has given us the time to do it. Thank you, Lord, for this reward. For many blessings today. For two places today. And for new times. Say that same and make the same kind of contact with someone that you know on a day that you need. Whatever need they might be here this morning, may they be here to you and receive the Lord Jesus Christ to be blessed this day. We just thank you for that time and thank you for the blessings that you have given us today. And as we go and stand and sing and conclude as we just said to do with our We pray God's blessings upon you as you worship with us today. If God has led you to make a decision today for Jesus, we would love to hear about it. We invite you to come to our website, cometothecross.net. Our online decision card will allow you to tell us about 
the decision that you're making. All decisions, all contacts are kept private and are confidential. However, we would be able to pray for you and perhaps I'd even be able to call you and pray with you about what God has led you to do if you so desire. So fill out the form, let us know, and just know that we love you and God loves you. And we're excited that you're taking this first step for God today.